start, I advise everybody, I'm not going to do it right now, I advise on your own to just read the tour that Moshe was called up by Hashem. Allah Alai Hahara, come up the mountain, Moshe. Moshe was invited up the mountain, Rosh Chodesh El. Moshe Rabbeinu led Klal Yisrael in a time of tshuva in Chodesh El. And we know, we know the Memra from Lubavitch, the Rebbe, the Balatanya, Melech, the Sada, that he's very accessible, Hashem, in Chodesh Elul. There's something very precious about Chodesh Elul. I think you and I have fascinating feelings. I could speak to myself. I can't say your emotions, because Elul was like, be intense. I don't think there's such a thing, be intense. That doesn't say so much to me. I think there's, there's, there's probably an intensity that emerges, but what's Chaydesh Elul? What's this month? We're gathered a few days into Chaydesh Elul. What is this month? It's something I'm interested in attaching to and discovering. So it's early in the month. It's clearly, you read the Rishonim, we know the, we know the different statements, and beautiful psukim that are connected to Chaydesh Elul. I want to share one approach to Elul Tonight, I want to learn one approach to Elul with, with everybody here. When I play sports, when I play baseball, we're coming off of summer, when I play baseball, I like very much that people prepare properly. I like that people, pre, the pre-snap, the pre-play in baseball, football, the pre-snap, I like people who have ideas and know what they're doing. They have a proper plan. There's a way to play sports, and the way is to be planned, to be prepared. In baseball, I always know how many outs there are. I, there's, and all different things based, if you're a shortstop, and it's first and second, two outs, so, and I, especially if the guy in second is not running on the pitch, depending how you're playing, play back, because I'm just gonna go the short way to third base, and I know it's two outs. I watch players who you can tell when it's hit for them, they had no thought what they were gonna do. They get the ball, it's first and third, are you trying to stop the guy from scoring, are you getting the out at first, how much are you up by? There's so many variables. Before the play, you thought about what you're gonna do. On a base hit, what are we gonna do? Before the play, you thought it out. And you could see the players who before the play thought it out, and you can see the guys that didn't think it out. I happen to play sports cerebrally, and I like, there's a plan. You're playing basketball. I don't know if that's such a verb, but made up a new verb. But I like that a guy has a plan. You're playing basketball. What was your strategy? What are you trying to do? What's your attempt? What offense? What defense? I like thinking through things. If you just attack something, you didn't have a thought or a plan, that's not the smartest idea. So everything we approach, you come with a plan. That, to me, is extremely, extremely important that a person comes with a plan. There's a Pasuk, there's a Pasuk that says, Kichitzim biyad agiber came b'nei That the youth are like the arrows in the hands of the strong men. Pasuk, Kichitzim biyad agiber came b'nei In very short time, and really it started by all of Klal Yisrael, what's happening right now in El. And I was very happy, the Gabbai in my shul, that he was on, that he, that he felt the matzah. This past Shabbos, he gave an aliyah to all the Bachram in the city. He gave an aliyah in the shul to all the Bachram. And I felt very good about it, that the Gabbai was, I like when people nail a moment. And what, what, what's on everybody's mind is our children are returning to, to schools. Our daughters and sons returning to yeshivas and schools. They're very precious places for all of Klaistro. To somebody who's retired and has no children, probably has grandchildren, or has no children or grandchildren, 
The fact that yeshivas and schools are starting now is very serious, is very important, is very precious. The youngsters are starting out on their journeys. And I think about school, yeshivas, the beginnings, about beginnings, I think about this pasuk, like arrows in the hands of the strong man, so are the youth. What does that mean? When you shoot an arrow here, three guys shoot an arrow at a target very far away, the arrow is shot, it looks very similar, all three guys. But as it travels further, the one who shot it, Stark, the one who shot it online, as it gets closer to the arrow, you're able to tell how it was shot. You're able to tell how this was set in motion. What was, what was given at the beginning, you can tell as it gets further away from the shooters of the arrows. And so is the youth, is what David HaMelech is saying, is a youngster starting off on a career, how he shot out, what is beginning matters a lot. It matters the beginning. Just like the arrow in the hands of the strong man, as it gets closer to the target, will become nicker how well he shot it, how focused he was, how much energy he put in. One man's arrow just falls down. One man's arrow is way off. As it gets to the target, you see the kayak, and it becomes more and more nicker. What was put in when it was originally shot, so is the youth. It matters a lot, beginnings. It matters a lot how the arrow is shot. And what I say to all of us is we're all about to begin a year. It's going to be Rosh Hashanah and a new, beautiful, precious year. We're all going to be gifted by Hashem, a wonderful year. The gift of a precious year. And anybody who, like me, likes the pregame, who likes the proper hachana, who wants to know how many outs there are, what base <coughs> am I going to throw it to? It's precious to me, let's begin with thought, with a plan. Let's start what we're doing, that we have a good plan. How is this going to work? Let's plan it out before we have already mapped out. I mapped out with, with, my, with, with one of my children. The first two weeks of yeshiva, 200 guys are going to show up. What are we doing? What are we doing Tuesday afternoon, 1 to 3? What are we doing Tuesday night after night Seder and Wednesday afternoon and Wednesday night and Thursday night and Friday afternoon? And we think about it and plan out. We come with a plan. So all of us are about to be gifted with a year, a precious year. There's something gorgeous that Claudius was a month called Elul. That's the last month of the year, of last year. But it's also the beginning and it's pre-game before the precious. We're going to stand Rosh Hashanah gifted with another year, and we want to come prepared with a focus. We want to shoot our arrow, Gishmak. And as such, Elul's a precious opportunity to, be, to, to find out how many outs, what, what manner I'm in, to find out what do I want to do this year? What's my game plan? What's my goal? What do I want to, what do I want to attack this year? Elul provides that pregame. One aspect of Elul, there's many approaches to this precious month of Elul, of Amelech Basada, but in a very simple way, we have opportunity to connect to a year and to gift it a year by Hashem and to come that we had a plan what we want to do. The year gets in and gets going fast. Then things happen fast. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, we're off and running. It's Hanukkah, we're lighting the menorah. You blink, we're writing menorah. You blink twice, we're dressing up for him. We have an opportunity, Elul, for those of us that want to slow life down, 
for those of us that when the balls hit to us, I, I, I've already decided things, I want to plan out my year, get focused, know what I want to do, how I want to put myself. I find by the school year that it's very, very hard to make massive adjustments mid-year. We try, I try to, my partner tries to. Mid-year it's very hard. The main times for adjustments are off-season. Once it's going, things happen fast. Needs, everything's, you, know, you try, you find opportunities for eschatos, you find opportunities to reset. What's beautiful when you prepare while it's yet quiet, before things set in motion, is you, can, you shoot the arrow focused with strength, with concentration, with energy, and then the arrow goes, and in a certain way the arrow is traveling, but you've set it, you've prepared. That is the month, the precious opportunity of El. I want to share a very specific focus that is something I want to think about. I want to share this. It's relevant to everybody. It's relevant to everybody. It's relevant to everybody in a unique and different way. We all have different stations in our life. I want to share a very specific Elul point in setting our arrow off this year and how our year is going to look. I want to focus on a very specific point. The Pasuk says, the Pasuk in Parsha's Re'eh, last week's Parsha, so it says, Achrei Hashem Olekechem Teilechu. Somebody should follow Hashem, Oisei Tiro, somebody should be aware, fear Hashem, Es Mitzvah Teshmeiru, keep his mitzvahs, Bekoilei Seshmo'u, to keep, listen to his voice, the Rishayim say, Mitzvah Yisav Teshmeiru's Loisasei, Bekoilei Teshmeiru's Asei, Vaisei Sabdi, Vaisei Bakan. Says the Gemara in Saita Daf Yodalit, the Gemara asks, how do you follow Hashem? Achrei Hashem alekechem teilechu, walk after Hashem. Ask the Gemara site that brings a Pasuk, that Hashem is an eish oichla, he's a consuming fire. How do you follow Hashem? What does that mean? Follow Hashem, okay, what does it mean? Says the Gemara in site to Yodalit, it means to be a goymel chesed. It means to bestow kindnesses. Be a goymel chesed. In what way should you be a goymel chesed? Hashem is kaiver mason, be kaiver mason. Hashem's mevaker chayla, be mevaker chayla. It gives examples in the Gemara, practice gemilos chasadim. That is how the Gemara site says it means to follow Hashem. The minig in Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's base medrash Elul. Elul was a time, Amelech Basadav, Kirvis Hashem. It's a time the way we're explaining that we want a year of closeness to Hashem. We want to set our year in Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's base medrash. What they worked Elul hard is they worked on Gemilas Chasadim, on being kinder to other people. That was the that was the atmosphere in the base medrash. That was the intensity. The intensity of Rabbi Yisrael's base medrash by him and his students was a tremendous focus on Adbar Adam It's a time of the year of Kirvas Hashem. It's a time that we want to set in motion the very nature of our lives, a life of achrei Hashem ulekechem teilechu, of being somebody who walks with Hashem. And as such, they follow the Gemara Saita. What does it mean to walk with Hashem? What does it mean to be close? Opportunity for nearness. What it means to walk with Hashem, what it means to be close, is to follow His way, gemilus chasadim, to practice kindness. And that's what they did in Rabbi Yisrael's Beis Medrash, a massive focus, Elul, on constructing a person who's kinder to somebody else. 
I want to speak about a specific aspect of Gemilas Chasadim that I want to study and talk about something practical that maybe we can think about this Elul and in setting and shooting our arrow in really getting a year started something that we can think about and getting our year started and we'll have connected to an Elul which is the pregame right before we shot our arrow right before we were Zeicha to a precious year we've made plans and we've shot it with a focused way and we've really got our year going in a beautiful way so I want to learn a later Pasuk in Re'eh. A later Pasuk in Re'eh says as follows. The Pasuk in Re'eh is speaking about an Evid Ivri. And it says if it was be sold to you, Achicha Ivriya Ivriya. So they serve for six years. It speaks about these Pesukim. And it says, Ki imach. The Evid has to be good for him with you. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? imach. Good for him with you. Says the Gemara Kedushin, the Gemara Kedushin says that if you have old wine, your Evid has to have old wine also. If you have a fancy mattress, you have a wonderful, thick, Ishmaka mattress, your Evid Ivri, who you bought, who you own, he has to have as well a beautiful mattress. Because Taiv Imach, you're either a Dairaisa, if one sleeps on a fancy mattress, and his Eved, he gives lesser quality. He's over in Isser Daraisa. He's over the Asay of Tevla Imach. It must be good for him with you. That's a Gemara Kedushin Davchah. Says the Gemara Kedushin Mikan. From here we see that a Kaina Eved is Kikaina Adon Laatzmai. If you buy an Eved, don't think you have a servant. You have a master. He's an Adon. He's not an Eved, he's an Adon. Frek Taisvis on the spot, Frek Taisvis Davchaf in Kedusha. He's not an Adon. Why is he an Adon? He's not my master. He's an equal. Dailoi Kedonoi. Frek Taisvis Tema. He's not an Adon. The halach is he has to be equal to you. He's an equal. He's not a superior. The Gemara says, Mikan, this halacha, Kitoivloi Imach, that your Evid has to have any luxury you have, he has to have. You have a luxurious item. Your Evan has a luxurious item. That's the halacha. So you see mikan. The takeaway is when you buy an Evan, you've bought a master. Practices. He's not my master. He's my equal. He's keadayna. You bought an equal, not a superior. He's an equal. He's not a lower person. Don't think your Evan is a lower guy. And you have good food, he's eating good food. Good drink, good drink, good mattress, good, whatever, nice, you have a good car, he gets. Whatever you get good, he has good. So he's equal, why is he kind of other? So Tysus brings you Yerushalmi. Tysus on the spot brings you Yerushalmi. And he says as follows, let's say you only have one good mattress. It's true, if you have a good mattress, he gets a good mattress. But let's say you only have one good mattress. So now, if you take it and not your Eved, see your Eved, you have a good mattress, not him. Says Tysus, if you say, well, I'm not going to take him, you're not having it either, it's Midas Stein. That you're a Steinite. You can't take it, not your Eved, it's a bitl of Kitayv Lehimach. To say nobody will get it, you're a Steinite. My kid, Yosef, my kid was once fighting with a friend. And my wife's friend, the, the mother of this kid, was at my house, and the, our kids were fighting. They were tussling over a toy. 
So the Mas said, I have a solution. Let's put it up in the closet. Oh, did I stop that? Chas <laughs> Vishon never teach your kids that. If you're punishing them, put it in the closet, fine. That's tough. That's fine. Don't, that's not a solution. You just taught me that time. You taught the kid. Listen, I know, I know, listen, you're not going to have it. He won't have it either. She was comforting them. We'll put it up. Like, let's just, let's make it. You just taught each kid me that time. Why do you help my kid that your kid doesn't have it? Why do you help your kid that my kid? That's time. Stein was like that. If I can't have it, you can't have it either. That's me, this rice. We don't teach Stein. It does, if I can't have it, it doesn't help me that you can't either. To ever tell your kids as a solution, let's just put it away and neither of us will get it. It's not a good solution. You want to teach them each to share the time. You want to punish because you were fighting, neither could have fine. That's an Einish. As a solution, don't worry, he won't get it either. I'd rather my kid doesn't learn Sadaim behavior. It's not like you don't want to find yourself Sadaim like. So if the Odin has one good pillow, if he has one good pillow, if the Odin takes it not to Eved, he doesn't have what you have. If you say, well, I can't have, you won't have it either, that's Midas time. What does that help the Odin? By force, you have to give it to him. Says Taisis, that's what the Gemara means, Mikan. From here you see that it's Kekayna Adon Laatzman. You bought a boss. You bought a master who's superior to you. Because if you only have one, he's going to get it. That's the Gemara means in Kedushin. We can. That is Kayna Adon Laatzman. Because the Allah is whatever you have, he has to have. It's Kumtais. If you only have one of them, by force you're going to have to give it to him. Is you see, Kayna Adon Laatzman. So you have a boss. If you get an Evid, you have a boss. To me, this halacha is fascinating. It comes out fascinating that here you have an Adon, he has one item and he gives it to his Evid, like it's a pillar. That Hashem wants this, there's one item, and it goes to the Evid, the Rabbi Nishalom wants this as fast. Isn't he my Evid? To say this, I have to give him what I have, but I, I can't, we can't both have it. And yet Hashem wants, if you only have one, it goes to the Evid. I want to say to the marrieds here, this is my bracha to every guy here, to the marrieds and the ones who will be married, this is the bracha. One day you go to a hotel and there's two matches in the hotel, a nice one and a junky one. I was like, I've said this mashal for years and it never happens. You go to a hotel, they have the same mattresses. My wife and I, one time we went to Fort Log during COVID. We found a place for the yeshiva. We were Zaycha to be in Pennsylvania and to continue Mamish Nisim. And the place we got had a beautiful mattress and a junkie and a, nothing and a good one. I was so excited. My whole life I said this mushal and like like you know like Rekiva said, I was waiting Masai Baliyadev at Kaimena. Like you never I never went I was always hoping one hotel would have a good match and a junk and I finally could like keep what I always I always told guys. I wanna say to everybody here. One day you go to a hotel and there's a good and a junk and maybe it will happen to you once. It happened to me after years, Johnny, you're saying it happened. And if there's a good mattress and a junky one, I don't want you to give it to your wife because you're a tzaddik. Like, oh, is that martyr? Is that tzaddik? Shvacha, shvacha I want you to give it to your wife because of arrogance. I want you to be a Balgaver. Nobody in my charge is sleeping on junk. That's an Adon. The Torah wants, you're an Adon and he has one. No Evid of mine is sleeping on junk. And the Evid gets it. 
It's Naira that Hashem wants the Ebed to get. What's he's making a mockery here? Is he my Ebed or my Adon? But there's, a, there's an etzem mile of an Adon. You have people who are in your charge or in your care. Nobody in my care is sleeping on junk. And he sleeps. That he, you know what? The guy in the junky mattress looks like the other by the way. Because no evidence of his is sleeping on junk. And I want a guy who, a guy gets married, I want him to say, no wife of mine, chayat luyin alacha, sleeping. She's going to sleep on a good mattress. I want a gaiva. Nobody, ki Somebody's life is totally on you. They're going to have it good. They're going to be well taken care of. Somebody's dependent on me. Somebody's a dependent on me is, is getting well taken care of. They're dependent on me. I once saw, I struggled to find it later, but I, these I saw it. I saw Rabbi Rucham, but it wasn't in the spot on Chumash, but I saw Rabbi Rucham. He says, he brings a medrash that Yosef HaTzadik gave a meal to the home Mitzrayim. And he asked, since when, since when are we, like we make, we don't make Goyim Megayar. Since when he gave them a meal, it's a big schostad of this meal. It's pretty was Mal Mitzrayim. And he says, in Evid Knani, we give meal to what? We, we never coerce Geirus. All of a sudden, we have an Evid Knani, we give meal. Yosef HaTzadik gave meal. Said Reb Yerucham, I couldn't find it after. I don't, I'm not, I didn't make up this part. I saw it, Rabbi Yerucham, I don't know where. If somebody finds it, I'd love to see it. But said Rabbi Yerucham, that the Ebed Knani is in your power. He's under your shlita. Yosef HaTzadik had his dream, that, that had a nevuah, a prophecy that he's supposed to run Egypt. That he's supposed to take over during the years of famine. That somebody's supposed to take over the Melech, and the Melech appointed him. Then Yosef HaTzadik said, if they're in my care, then they're going to gain Beruchni Uvigashmi for eternity. They're going to gain. Somebody's not in my care. I see a guy. It's not my job to, to make him a yid, to give him a meal. It's not our job. Somebody's in my care. He's having a bris meal. And nobody in my care. If Hashem made me that somebody's on my, on my watch, somebody is, is put in my hands, it's going to be good for him with me. That's the chiyuv of Tevla Yimach. And I want to say to everybody here, this is what I want to think about. I want to think this, Elul, that all of us have people that, that are in our care. If somebody's a husband, has a wife in his care. If somebody's a mother, has children in her care. If somebody's a father, has children in his care. If somebody's a teacher, has children in their care. I think a lot about the vulnerability of youngsters at this season. A lot. You walk into a class, an energetic kid, not energetic, he's very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. And it's easy, and you could rationalize burying somebody. A kid I had shaykhist to. A kid I had shaykhist to this summer did something, I could have thrown him out of camp. Any camp he was in the world, he would have been thrown out. And I would have justified that bit of other. And his life would have been dead. And his life would have been dead. And you justify, what do you mean? His life would have been hurt. Kitavla imach is a calling for life. I can't get off this pasuk. I haven't looked at the coming weeks, but I can't get off of Kitavla imach. Somebody's in your care. Somebody's your evidence. Somebody Hashem gave you a position of power and strength. Kitavla imach, it's going to be good for him in that situation. 
We know the Allah, the Gemara at the end of the fourth parak of Gittin, that if you have an animal, you're not allowed to eat. It's learned from Kriyashma that first you feed your animals before you eat. I'm Zaych, my little rabbit. I call it my son's rabbit. It's much more my rabbit than his. It's just, you know, when you take your little kid to the zoo, wink, wink. So my son's rabbit there, I'm saying there. My son's rabbit's right near the kitchen table. It's Geshmak. If, I, if I'm ready to eat, does he have his food? You have mechoyi b'daraisa. Could be kenzai daraisa. First it says, there's the first you have to make sure your animal eats. There's a lesson. Somebody's in your charge. Somebody's in your care. Somebody relies on you. Nobody's in my care is not going to be taken care of. And I say to us all a charge for Elul, an Elul charge. Elul's a month in Bayer Yisrael. They worked on Achrei Hashem Lekechem Teilechu Kirvus Hashem, Kamilas Chasadim. And I say specifically people in our charge. We're tasked, we have a wife. On a wife it says, Her life's dependent on us. Take better care of us. We always could step up more focus, more care, more love. More, she's in my hands, I'm going to be nicer, better, more patient, more understanding, more shtelling tzu, another call, another new savlanus, new ayin toiv, new kavayd. I'm going to work harder on commit. I just last night I was looking at a ksuba. Namish last night. And we, I, I like signed it, you signed it, we said. A guy doesn't give covet to his wife. He's not a bad person, he's a liar. He's a liar. We all signed, Iker, I'm not Iker, the Eflach, I'm going to respect my wife. We signed to him. We promised. With Aiden, with the Kenyan, we're going to respect our wives. Who can't do a little better, a little more covet? More covet, better covet, better respect. Focus more on Milas. Kitoiv Imach to me, is lighting the fire this element. It's talking to me. That we have people in our charge, and somebody's in our charge, it's going to be good for him when he's in my hands. And I want to say, if we're mechazik on this, but I don't want to run to the next line. I want to repeat it like 4,000 times. He's with you. He's in your charge. You're achroi. You're whichever way, whichever way, you're the boss at work, and there's a guy... There's a guy who's an underling. In any way, we all have positions. That's why I said it's unique to us all. We all have different places in our life that somebody is, is, is put in our charge and our care. Different ways. Could be a dorm counselor. Could be. We all have positions. Somebody's vulnerable to us. The little kids walk into school like strikes a chord by me. They walk into a teacher's room. That teacher has a lot of power, a lot. A lot. There are a lot of people who just got a lot of power today, tomorrow, yesterday, right now. Kids are walking, a little smusher, a little guy, a little girl, and he's walking in there. That teacher has a lot of power. You're amazing, you're terrible. The whole esteem of life, a little kid, vulnerable kid, they're young. Their minds are raw. They're open-minded. What am I? What do you think of me? They're open, they're raw. My son came home early from school, and this is, this is nothing a teacher could do about it. He like, hat, the little kid comes, they're home for four years, five, I have a long, they're lucky enough to be home. And mom's like, you're the cutest, fastest, best. My wife said, Yisrael, you're the best. He came back from school and he said, Ma, every mother thinks that about her son. She, he met 20 other the best, the mother. But now the teacher gets to really decide. 
all 20 were the best by man. Now the Shlishi Machriya. It's one up for everybody. Everybody has a man. A lot of vulnerability going on right now. It, 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 you send off my seven-year-old starting school. There's, ang- there's anxiety. He's starting school, coming up. Starting second grade, walk into that class. Is his question good? Is he good? What's, what is he? And, and, and there's, a, there's a lot of people with a lot of power to all our youth. And I say to us all, I beg all of us, in any standing you have in your life, somebody's in your care is going to have it good. They're going to be well taken care of. They're going to be treated like a prince. They're going to be treated like a king. They're going to be treated like a princess. He's in my care. He's going to be respected. If, you, if that hits you well and a lot, it hits me a lot, so then I say, let's turn to Hashem at the start of our year and say, we are Anu Amech, we're in your hands, Hashem. We understand what it means when somebody's a dependent. We know what that means. We say, Hashem Tzoch, Hashem, you're my shadow. Hashem, you're my shadow. I want to live a life this year of like, that it's in front of me. Anybody I'm empowered to be in charge of is going to be lucky. And it starts with a spouse, she's going to be luckier. More focus, more, just better, just better. More respect, just more attention to detail, just a better husband. Our children, my children, more focus, more focus. The ones I'm in charge, the closer, the more responsibility. Starts with the wife and children, that's the closest. Husband, children, starts with the ones closest. We're a teacher, that, those kids walk in, they're going to be so lucky. They're with me, they're in my care. The hard one, the easy one, and everything in between. It's going to be good for him. And then I'm going to turn to Hashem Rosh Hashanah. I'm going to say, I'm going to start this year, Hashem Elul, I thought about this topic. I have a plan, I'm going to think about it. By the way, each of us, I'm not just settling then. So let's think, what am I going to do about it? How am I going to be a better husband? How am I going to be a better father? How am I going to be a better Rebbe? How am I going to be a better boss in my business? Whatever, whatever, wherever it is that somebody's in my care, how am I going to do it better? What am, how am I going to make it better? Then I'm going to turn to Hashem. I'm going to say to Hashem, we know what it means. We understand. We've come, I've learned something. And I've set my year in motion of Kitoiv Imach type year, the Gemilus Chasadim that's closest to home. And I say to Hashem, I'm in your hands. Anu Amecha. We're yours, Hashem. We're in your hands. You know what it means. And we've understood what it means. Take good care of us, Hashem. We're, we need you. We need you. We're dependents. We're so dependent. We need you, Hashem. We're frail. We're anxious. We're unsure. We make mistakes. Forgive us. Love us. Celebrate us. We're human beings. We're frail human beings. We're human beings who get So please, Hashem, please be that and do that for us. So that's the call that I want to make, this Elul call. And Elul, when Rabbi Yisrael's base Medrash was called on Gemilus Chasadim, when we're approaching Elul with talking about setting a year in motion, a year of, of plan, of purpose, of a pregame that I want to, so I'm calling, I'm asking that perhaps this is something all of us in our own lives, in our own place, that we feel we're empowered. It's interesting to me that Avas Hager might be one of the most important themes in the whole Torah. Avas Hager says, whatever you're comfortable, make sure the foreigner is also comfortable. 
If in your shul you're a comfortable guy, pull him the next day. Make sure he's comfortable as well. Wherever you have power, wherever you have power, the Gemara, the, the Chazal tell us, the Gemara at the end, you know what, we'll learn the Gemara at the end of Git. Is there a Gemara at Git here? Like, oh, that's good, could you do that? You just saved me from In front of my kids, I get embarrassed, the little letters don't work anymore. <laughs> I say the Gemara's are worse, my kids have noticed, it might be my eyes. <laughs> I find Shabbos day will we'll pull out something and you like I just can't see it and I start going like this. That's like there's something about like there's a bowing to age that I don't enjoy. So that's a big one. Thank you. Uh, the end of the fifth paragraph. We're learning Bayes Basiata this we're gonna learn Gittin. So I wasn't planning on saying this, but it came to mind, so I want, we'll we'll close with this on this topic. On this topic, the Gemara will learn again in Yeshiva. Let's learn the Gemara again. The end of the fifth parak. And the Gemara says as follows. Rav Hunav Rav Chista Abayasvi. Rav Hunav was sitting down. And a fellow who frequents the Gemara again. This guy, Geneva, passes by. Two great Amiram, Rav Hunav Rav Chista, are sitting there. And Geneva comes by. One says to the other. I'm very fascinated by that. Shas, it's very important who says what. All over Shas is exactness. And it's important who said it because the Shlemus of that person, everybody has a perspective. Taira is the Chazal together with the person's perspective. So Abaya Oimer means the perfect Abaya says. You ever wonder, like, did Abaya change his mind? Maybe in Shemaim Abaya was like Maida Tarava. Then forever, isn't that annoying? He has to read Abaya and he doesn't even hold that way anymore. You ever wonder that? Shas is like full of names. Maybe Rabbi Yosef changed his mind. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef is like, shucks. I knew I shouldn't have written that. <laughs> you know, it's, when they tape things over, you hear something, you sound like, that. I really say that, shucks. <laughs> I never should have said that. So you ever wondered in Shas? Like if you ever, like they argued a long time. And the girls say they want a guy learning forever. I still want to like poll people. I don't know if people that forever is like very long. <laughs> I like love that, the learning forever. So. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been a while. They had machleks and like maybe he changed his mind you know, forever. They, their wives want to say learning forever. They're learning forever. You know, maybe in the, somewhere in the discussion, Rabbi convinced Abai, he finally like pinned him. They, they've been going at it a long time. And Rabbi just nailed Abai down. And then Abai is okay. There's like that erased in all our Gemaras. Like we still read Abai Yomer. The answer, of course, is that the perfect Abai says this. It can't be changes. If he changed his mind, he's not Abai anymore. Abai Yomer means you nailed it. It means that you being you should see it this way. And that's Tyre. Tyre is you with what you perceive. How the learner of Tyre perceives it is Tyre. And Abaya's Oimer and Shas means that Abaya acting like Abaya should be, Abaya says. And Abaya will always say. If he doesn't say it, he's not Abaya. It means Abaya with his midas and his experiences and his is supposed to say. That's what Abaya Oimer means. So all over Shas, it quotes names. It's very deep. When you learn Torah, your perspective is Torah. It's not just what it says, it's how does it hit you. How it hits you is part of Torah. When you read a Gemara, we're learning a Gemara, how it hits me is Torah. Because I'm trying to be me and Hashem taught me and how it hits me is part of Torah. 
So it, this interests me because there are two names and it says one said to the other. Like it doesn't tell us who said to whom. It's like of what significance? From the two of them it was said. I don't know why when it just says one said to the other, it hits me. It doesn't tell us who said to whom. So whose tire was this from the two of them? Maybe their friendship produced this, Johnny. It was Johnny and Dan are sitting there and one said to the other. He said, why do you even mention names? You're not telling me who said it. So maybe the friendship produces this conversation. I don't know. So Rav Huna and Rav Chist are sitting there, and one says to the other, let's stand up in front of Gneva. The Barak Warrior knew he's a Talmud Chacham. So Din Daraisa, they say, Chiv Daraisa to stand up for a Talmud Chacham, let's stand up. Omar Loi responds the other one, he's divisive, don't stand up. He's a palga, he's a divisive person. Amazing. Didn't I stand up for a Talmud Chacham? Says the Gemara, if he's a divisive, if he makes machloikis, don't stand up for him. Adach Yasa. Iulagabayu Geneva comes to them. And I don't do awkward much. This is awkward. You're in the middle of talking, like ripping it. Stand up for him. No, he's a divisive guy. Oh, Shalom Aleichem, Chevre. Whoa. <laughs> Did you hear what we just said about you? He, he, they're having this conversation, and Geneva, is, he's there. He's on them. Shucks. <coughs> I get, I'm, I'm a curious, maybe you're also, I'm curious, and I catch myself too many times asking my kids, what did you just say? Like, it's none of your business, Daniel. They talk. Like, what's it your business? I catch myself saying, I walked to Bachramat. Well, what, what did you just say? It's none of your business. <laughs> Here, I, Geneva wasn't, it was, was healthy. He didn't ask, what are you guys talking about? We're talking about you, whether you, we should stand up because you're a Talmud Chacham or Chas Vishon. You're a divisive guy. No? But anyway, he comes. Omar Luhu. And Geneva says to these two Chachamim, Reb Nachman, he says to these two great Chacham, Reb Huna and Reb Chesta, he says, Shalom Aleichu Malki, Shalom Aleichem Malki. He says, Shalom Aleichem twice. Shalom Aleichem kings, Shalom Aleichem kings. They ask him two questions. How do you know Talmud Chama called kings? Quotes a Pasuk. How do you know you say twice Shalom to king? He quotes a Pasuk. Why are Talmud Chama called kings? He said Shalom Aleichem kings. Why are they called kings? And why do you give them a double dose of Shalom Aleichem? Why are they called kings? And what's the double dose of Shalom Aleichem? Chachamim is a power. Somebody knows Torah, gives him standing. The goal of a melech is to give people a standing. I'll tell you, there's a pshat in the Mishnah of Avais. Joro, tell me if you mask him. The Mishnah says that without a king, it's just reyeyim chayim balu. People would kill each other. Kings give people, without a king, people. So when I was a youngster, I thought that means that without a king, people kill each other you have no policing. Chaotic. It's just anarchy, chaos. Without a king, people kill each other. I don't think that's true. I think that's a truth. I think there's something deeper. A king gives meaning to every person. Every person, as an evid of the melech, has a place. I am a king. A good king, it says about a king, is his heart is the heart of a nation. A good king gives everybody a standing. I think every Mora, every Rebbe has to know this, a good Melech. Whenever you're a Melech, you're charged somewhere, you give everybody in your class a safe because you're the king. So everybody counts and matters. A Melech gives standing to each evidence of the Melech. 
I'm not a nobody, I'm an Ebed Melch. I'm an Ebed. It makes us, it brings us all together with the all Avdeh Melech. We have a place and a standing. A Talmud Chacham is called a Melech because they're a Geirim Shalom, because they cause Shalom. Shalom doesn't mean, wow. Shalom doesn't mean, I want to, this is, a, this, we're going to go fast because it's late. Shalom doesn't mean everybody gets along, play nicely. It's not what Shalom is. I have many rayas to this. If you think Shalom, we end Shmanasir, the bracha, the Shalom. Shalom means be nice. I've seen environments people don't fight and there's zero Shalom. And I've seen environments people fight and there's is Shalom. It's very childish. Shalom is why can't we all get along? Shalom is you count and I count. Let's duke it out. I run a shul, I know what shalom is. Shalom is, is fight. Fight. Your voice counts and your voice counts. Anybody knows a shul, knows what I mean. You can have an environment in a shul that's like good. There's, every shul in America has the loose guys against the rigid guys. The rigid guys want a silent minion. The rigid guys want it should start 7.30. The rigid guy wants the quiet 7.30, no speech. Let's get right to it. He doesn't want the, you know, Misha Beirats by laning. That's the rigid guy. The Lucy guy, he wants farm. He wants a good Kiddush, good Misha Beirats. And we need both of them. A good shul, you need the rigid and the loose. Without the rigid guys, davening would never start. We'd start like 11.45. Davening would never end without the rigid guys. Without the Lucy guys, it would be a terrible praying environment. It would be stiff and ridiculous and... You need both guys. The loose guy provides ruach and sincerity, authenticity. The, the ruach guy makes, there's a beautiful matzah. The stiff guy makes that it's functional. You need both. You need both. Shalom is when everybody counts. That's Shalom. Talmidei Chachamim are called Malki because their standing gives standing to everybody in their charge. And they say Shalom Aleichem twice to a Talmud Chacham because they're the Geirim of Shalom. They make people count. They make people count. And this, this divisive guy, Gneva, says to these two Chachamim, Shalom Aleichem twice, he calls them Malki because he's aware of the job of a Talmud Chacham and he doesn't live it. And he doesn't live it. He's Yafet Dairish. They said, stand up, he's a Talmud Chacham. No, he's divisive. And the essence of Talmud Chacham is that in his world people count. And in Gnevu's world he's divisive. He has the haves and the have-nots. The job of a Talmud Chacham, when you have standing, the people in your charge have to count and matter. It's interesting, they end off with him, they ask him to eat something. Amrulay, they say to Gnevu, let them eat. So he says, don't you know, Yudam Arav said, it's usher to eat until you feed your animal. And again, Geneva is so well-versed. You're not allowed to eat till you feed. When you're in charge, make sure everybody in your charge is respected and has what to eat. And Geneva is a divisive guy. He has power. And they said not to stand up for him. Isn't that interesting? A mitzvah the raisa to stand up for a Talmud Chacham. But a Talmud Chacham who gives some kayach and some are erased, you don't stand up for him. Because the job of a Talmud Chacham Limanat Torah gives you a standing. People stand up for you and respect you. Whenever you have a standing, you have to bring people in. You have to bring people up. If you're a divisive guy and you're standing, people in your charge are put down, are knocked, so then you don't stand up for this guy. You don't get the standing. It's taken away from you. You don't stand up for a Palgo. 
When somebody's with you, in your charge, in your sphere, under your influence, they're going to have it good. They're going to be lifted up. They're going to be respected. This is the charge that I wanted to say to us all, this Elul, that each of us, from our own, wherever we are, wherever we have a standing, make sure that everybody who's in your vicinity, who's in your charge, who's in your care, gets a pickup from that. I would li- I, to me, that's an Elul charge. That's like a focus for the year. That's something to live by during the year. That's something at a time that Rabbi Yisrael's Beis Medrash walked and Achri Hashem Lekechem Telechu, being godly. Goy Melchesed, Goy Melchesed, that when you're in a position of power, when you're in a position that you have to share and to use it for the betterment of others, that's the charge I want to share. And I want to say, end with a prayer. I want to end that we'll be Mechazed. Anybody in our power, we're going to be better. We're going to take better care of anybody in our power. So then I want to say to Hashem, we want to be misfollowed to you, Hashem, that we're in your care. Anu Amechu, we're in your care. Please take good care of us. Give us a year of bracha. Give us a year of siyata deshmai, of yishuv hadas. All the blessings, the gashmi's blessings, the ruchmi's blessings, Hashem should bless us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.